Thank you for joining the Zen Care Podcast. These recorded Dharma talks are given freely to our community in the heart of New York City, which we are honored to now share with you. New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care is dedicated to transforming the nature of care through contemplative practice by meeting illness, aging, and death with compassion and wisdom. Learn about us at zencare.org. Very grateful and content to be here. I'm very happy to coming back uh, twice a year. And I'm very fortunate to be practiced with you. And uh, so in San Diego, where I have my sitting group, for vows, a small sangha, and it's just very baby steps of community. So, so until now, we haven't had a chance to have a session. And then the thing that we have um, achieved is a weekend and, some, and then sasenkais, only one day, one day retreat. So for me to come here to this machine is really, you know, keeping me as a teacher in, in good shape, you know? And then, um, so very, very grateful. Um, and also, uh, start learning with the time past, you know, to connect more with each of you, to know you better. And then, and then, really feel feeling home, and I appreciate that the welcoming. Um, so, I reflecting about this practice. Uh, we have a choice. We uh, this was something that we learned doing zazen one of the first steps is that to notice that we have a choice. And, and it's up to us how we want to, to dive into this practice. It's not easy. And, and then reflecting the, just how privileged we are. To be honest, how fortunate and how lucky we are just to be here. To do this practice now in these times is really a luxury because there are so many people they want to do this, but maybe they don't have the resources. And one, sometimes people get sick, maybe the body cannot do this practice anymore. Some people, they have commitments with family, they had to work, you know, they had to get the financial income. And, and they don't have the chance. So don't take for granted this. And we can see that perspective, or we can see the other perspective, the other choice that just, oh, it's so hard in my body. Sell a lot of pain, and then the rituals, and just complaining, on and on and on and on. So, so we can see where our mind can go. 
So this time is very precious. This machine, this container is, is uh, Diane say it's magic. It's very precious. And we are very lucky to have found this practice. Very, very lucky. So there is a Buddha story about this tortle, like a, how rare it is to find the Dharma. And the Buddha say, it's, it, it is like a tortle. Imagine a tortle that is blind, swimming in the ocean. And that tortle is very tired. And then, and then the turtle knows that there is a boar. They can find the boar, but this, this wooden boar has a hole where she can put the head in that, in that hole and rest for all the swimming in the ocean. So that so difficult it is to find this practice. That uh, simile. So, for us, we have the board. We have found the board. We have found some of us that hole that we can stick in our head and to rest a little bit. So this practice in the shin is a little different. It's a, a little different than our daily practice. So when I when I teach in many I do weekly weekly um, sitting group in San Diego and, and and people come and and some of them they think that that's that's enough you know just the twenty minutes or half an hour and which is okay but. But sometimes, or most of the time, we need to have this time together. These are several days to do this, what we call deep practice. And one of my teachers said that the session is like, a, or this practice is like a brushing your teeth. So you have to brush every day. But maybe once a year or twice a year, you have to visit the dentist for the cleaning. <laughs> So this is what visiting the, the dentist, and then if, he, if he, you are in the, you know, in the chair of the dentist chairs, this sounded <laughs> quite a little trauma, trau, traumatic sound. <laughs> there is some kind of pain there. So similar with Sashin. But I have another, a little more pleasant example. One is like a taking shower. So we take shower daily. So that is our daily practice. And sometimes, if we have a time, we take a bath and relax more. And then sometimes, we go to a hot spring and to spend the whole day in the hot spring and then jumping from one pool to another pool. And if you have a chance, maybe you take a massage. So the whole spa. So that is the shin. And one thing about this practice is that 
when you really sincere and commit to this practice and, and doing the method and understand what practice is, uh, there is no wrong or bad practice. It's like uh, taking a shower or taking a bath. When you come out and dry in yourself, you don't say, oh, that was a terrible shower. <laughs> Even you don't think how dirty you were if you went camping or, or you didn't have a time to take shower often. So you really appreciate that freshness. So that is what is this practice, to get to this point that every single moment we are refreshing, we are refreshing, and we are getting used to, to this over and over again practicing. Um, I heard that there are uh, many new people for this session. How many of you are here for the first time doing session, a Zen retreat? Okay. So you are drinking the Kool-Aid now. <laughs> That's great. So, so for me, I remember my first session changed my life. <laughs> Could you see? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of what I was going to unfold in my life. I'm very, very grateful for this practice. So. So there are beginners or new people to this practice, but also there are other practitioners that we call, I, I use the word advanced, but maybe mature or seasoned practitioners, not so much beginners. So some tips for beginners, and maybe for everybody, <laughs> don't try to stop your mind. It was not gonna happen. Don't try to stop your mind. That black, blank mind that we hear, it doesn't exist. So don't try to stop it. Because trying to stop it is just we are putting more fuel in the agitation. So another tip is don't try to resolve your problems. Sessions are not for resolving problems. They are not for reflect about my life and about the relationship and then over and over again to see that tape, that movie, and what happened if you have done this, so I would have been done that. No. Just don't, it's just the mind, the mind is so uh, tricky. It's so tricky, so sneaky, the mind. They create another, you know, drama or another scenario just to pull you away from what is really truth. And then we go into this reflective, analyzing time, and we are not going to resolve anything. And we are moving away from what is in front of us. So and be, be in the present moment as the, the gate. Um, Koshin was mentioned, you know, calling Dogen, the Dharma gate of peace and joy. When we find that gate, that bliss, that easiness comes, appears. And that's what we get 
addicted to Sazel. That's why we come back to do this practice. So for seasoning people or advanced practitioners, don't kill time on the cushion. Sometimes we think that we got it. And we find this comfort, a space in ourselves and our mind. And that's it. Okay, now it's lunch. Oh, now it's a break. Oh, now it's body practice. And just we are killing time. And this killing time is almost like a, we are in the ocean swimming, and then just because we know how to float, we think that it's going to be okay. No, we had to swim in towards something to find the island. And it's just to, oh, that's fine. You're going to get tired anywhere. Anyway, so, so don't kill time. Don't float or chill. Even if, it's a, if we have a, a blessing moment, it's just, it's going to pass. It's fine. Don't, don't, don't stick there. Don't get stuck. Challenge yourself. Challenge, challenge yourself is, again, this beginner's mind. Coming back again, over and over again. Coming back and refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. So the, these beginners and season and mature from one perspective is the relative perspective. Okay, there are people for the first time here, and some of us, we have done this many times. Yeah, there is quite difference. But also we have the same challenge. I still, my, my legs getting asleep, <laughs> you know. And then sometimes the ruminization of the same thought over and over again, or the fantasies. Sometimes the Dharma talk <laughs> all day, <laughs> playing my tape. So one is the difference, many sessions and maybe just the first session. There's the relative perspective. But the absolute perspective is the same when we do Zazen. And we do Zazen, it's just even. The floor is even. All the conditions that we are experiencing is the same for everybody. How we respond to those conditions, that's the practice. So when, we, when the bell rings, so we are one. So we are doing this together. And we can experience that deep connection. So, at the same time, uh, I don't know until what time I have to stop. 10.30 or 11.30? What, what time ends? 35. Okay, 35. Okay. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, I thought I didn't have so much to say, but 
So today is the or third day, day three of the commit to sit, 90 day commitment to practice. Um, and the first day, um, coaching invites us to experience, to, to do this practice moment by moment. And moment by moment, there is a chance, one chance. And he quote the Fukan Sasenji, the instructions to do Sasen. When we find this practice, it's like a, the tiger entering into the mountain or the dragon swimming into the ocean. So Diane mentioned it, coming home. So this tiger and mountain is coming home. This dragon swimming into the ocean is coming home. This Zazen is really, really be the host. Be in your home. Start getting familiar with who you really are. So this is the practice, learning how to be in this body with this mind. That is your journey, learning. And then for, for today, the reflection, I'm going to read the reflection, it says, some people put a lot of stuff and paying attention, which actually pretty hard to do, to do, especially when what you are currently paying attention to kind of sucks. Their technique for building up the paying attention muscle is meditation. This is the sitting, eyes gazing down, soft, a bright posture. You have likely seen before, although if I am being truthful, meditation is not all the chill. You can also practice paying attention while just going about your day-to-day -day routine. This is one of the ways we start to reestablish connections with others. It also provides a solid ground from which to investigate our own behavior, because you are certainly not going to be able to enact meaningful change if you are walking around unaware of what is going around you. So, and the reflection for today's practice is noticing how you work with difficulties today. How can you, some, how, how can you do something new? So that's, that is the practice. The practice is learning. It's just to be aware where our attention is. So we have idea, for example, when we are sitting, and sometimes we are very tired and we are sleeping. We are just nosing, you know, drowsing. And then we think that we are doing the wrong practice or we are, it's a bad practice. Or when we feel emotion, the, we feel sad, 
or we feel impatient or we feel frustration, whatever we, is, is, we are, is happening in that moment, if we notice that it's happening, if we, we realize that we are sad, if we, we realize that we are grumpy, and we realize that we are impatient, that is the practice. So just that moment, you are a sad Buddha. So just that moment, if you pay attention, you are a grumpy Buddha. And the same way, in the same way, if you feel bliss, if you feel at ease, you feel joy, you feel happy and contentment about doing this practice and gratefulness, if you are really embrace that, you are a grateful Buddha. So that's, that's the practice. So it's not anymore distraction. So when we notice that we lose the counting, and that moment is the awakening. So the awakening happens when that awareness just coming back and coming back. So difficulties, challenges, we are going to find all the time, all the time. We cannot escape from that. We cannot escape from this every morning that we wake up and how many of us we want another five minutes more. So since that is, we are meeting the condition of being a human being. And we have a choice, one to stay in bed or show up. But we know if we don't show up, it's more painful. That's what this Zazen is making us to be really more, more aware and about our habits, about how the mind gets hooked and how we create suffering. As soon as we see it and we notice, we change the trajectory of where we pay attention, where our attention is. So noticing the awareness, and the other step is acceptance is acceptance where we are. Because sometimes when we do Zazen, we want to find a, a different place in ourselves There is not this. We are hoping something. Whatever it is that we think this is idea, a illusion about this practice, what it is. And then just we, we are moving away from it, from what is really true, and what is really simple, and what is really where the freedom is. So an acceptance is important. It's just to accept them where you are. It's the, it's the first step. So, and this is the practice, and this is the practice of bearing weakness with the experience instead, instead to be seducted by the experience. So, Zazen, Zazen never, never gets boring. 
if you really, really practice, it's so fascinating just to watch the mind. It's just to see so much going on when we are in Zazen. If we really pay attention and we get unstuck, unhook from the narrative or from the, the attachment to the feeling or to the emotion. It's just to be aware and it's just fascinating how many random thoughts appear. And, and then if we can move beyond or pleasure or unpleasant and, and pleasant. So never gets boring. And that is opportunity to find something new, something, something new, something to find or, or inside wisdom or inner wisdom to refresh the practice. You know, maybe I need to take a walk and a break, and during the break, instant to, to space out on the bed, you know? Find a ways and just be more, more close, paying attention, everything that we do, you know? One, one of, uh, I learned, you know, uh, just the, how, how much food we eat, you know? Sometimes that, extra breath, maybe make us heavy in our sasen. Maybe the extra cup of coffee make us restless mind. So these and these details, just try to, you know, play with that. So for the end, I'd like to end with uh, uh, a metaphor about this practice, how, for me, how I approach to Zazen. Um, Zazen, Zazen is, like, is, is like a the practice of surfing. So the surfer is with the board, and he's just waiting for the wave. And then when the surface see the, 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 the right wave going to the board, you know, and play and surf. And how long is gonna stay on the board? Seconds and falls down. And what he does, do it again. And that is the fun of the, sur of the surfer. These little tiny moments to catch the wave. He's not thinking about, oh my God, the water is cold, I had to wait that way, and the board is so heavy. So we can go there, we can see that. But what makes it joyful is these tiny moments that we catch the wave, and it's gonna fall, and he knows that he cannot stay forever. So the same with our practice. It's the same, to learn how to surf had to serve just the open and downs what the, this human being does in life. Open downs, open downs. 
Thank you. So, I encourage you to practice wholeheartedly. Don't think about tomorrow. <laughs> Stay today and really, really enjoy. <laughs>